0: How is everybody doing today? I hope everybody's having a great day. I had a great weekend. I hope all of you are having a great weekend or had a great weekend. Or are going to have a start to a great week. So what I'm doing today, I know, I give me a second. I'm setting up my new phone too, so anyway, uh, la, 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 la. who we got? I'm waiting in suspense. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, you got here on time. I'm here. Uh, my friend is a nurse and she was talking to me about, about this the other day. Uh, she was trying to convince me to do this while we were at the gym last week. And I was like, nah, I'm just going to keep at the gym. Her point was I could get there faster is right now I'm only losing about three to five pounds per month. And I have about 80 pounds to go. You know, the thing is, the, the, the drug we're about to talk about is the second wave of drugs. They're now trying to compete this drug with Wagabee. Um, It still looks like it's only about a pound a week, uh, just to be honest. And that's not, to me, that's nothing f- fucking spectacular. You know, like um, for, don't get me wrong, any weight loss is good weight loss. But when you look at it into the avenue of, is this actually, uh, whoops, One second guys, there we go. When you look at it from the retrospective, like is this actually, you know, worth this side effect type thing? Uh, That to me is where where I, I start wondering like, how can we justify this type of stuff? That and to a very great degree, the, the concept that weight loss should happen without adjusting your habits, like that's a big thing we're, we're talking about for no morbidity when it gets released, is that we're, we want people to use it as a way to adjust their habits, not just to go by it. Now, I have not read a full full bit about this new drug. Uh, we are going to look at it together ourselves and we're going to come to whatever rationale we can. So. Uh, hi on everyone, uh, Jane, how are you? Elk, how are you doing? Janet, what's going on? Brian, Dallin, uh, Salutikin, I believe it is. Sun Circle, CM, Big Spoon, CM Anderson. Uh, Lee. I think that's right. Taro, how are you? Uh, catching 30 minutes of this live stream before heading to the gym. Tessie, that's awesome. Casey, the most, how you been? Kashina, Sherry, uh, one, two, three, eight, eight, seven, five, three. Weird, uh, I lost nine pounds in April. I mean, that's, that's where I'm coming from. It's like, I wonder And if I missed you saying hi to you, please understand. I don't mean to be rude, but I can be rude. Uh, And I will say that I'm probably going to get a little upset during this video. And I know this kind of like, like, because people aren't real people anymore. When they get upset, they apparently don't swear and shit like that in real world, in the real world. Meanwhile, I'm just going to fucking let you know, I certainly fucking do. Uh, And if for some reason that's an issue for you. Uh, you're fucking stupid. I'm going to swear. Shut the fuck up. Um, Weird shit. You know, I mean, it's really, it's just fucking weird, weird ass fucking shit. You people. Um, Okay. One second here. Boom. uh, continue. And all right. Boom. There we go. I curse all the time. We're adults. Who cares? So many people. It seems like fucking so many fucking people, so many weak minded, pussy ass, motherfucking people are upset by word, like word, words being like, I've even had people be like, words are fucking violence. Like, shut the fuck up. Words are not fucking violence. You know what I mean? Like that's fucking ridiculous shit uh, for people to even fucking begin to say that. Uh, I mean, so stupid. Give me one more second. Mm, mm, There it is. All right. All right. So this is the obesity drug helped people lose over 20 percent of their weight in trials, drug uh, drug maker says. So of course we, you know, there's never any reason to not trust the pharmaceutical industry. From the same people that uh, uh, crazy. What we're gonna do here is share screen, Chrome tab, boom. Oh, oh. All right. So the obesity drug helps people lose over 20 percent of their body weight during trials. Now, this is kind of deceiving in what I don't like is how long uh, and how long was the trial was 20 percent over the course of, you know, fucking five years, one year. You know, uh, give me one second. I got to do one more thing here. And then we'll be on. I'm checking something out here real quick. Boom. Jeez. One more sec, guys. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, um, I personally like. I mean, I, I really mean this. I personally just don't fucking understand why, uh, why people don't just try to get control. Of their hunt. This 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 drug though, is. The new drug developed by Eli Lilly to treat diabetes helped patients lose up to 22.5% of their body weight in clinical trials, the drug maker says. If the clinical trials hold up the peer reviews, experts say it could be a game changer in treating obesity. We will look at the study here in just a second too. According to the news release from Eli Lilly, people who took the highest dose of the experimental drug lost an average of 52 pounds or 22.5%. Patients on the lowest dose lost 35 pounds on the average 16%. So by the way, that means that the person weighed about 225 pounds, I guess. Uh, well, 52 pounds. I wish my brain was working today. 52 divided by .225. So the person weighed about 230. Uh, it's not. I mean, it. it actually puts, puts the person into a healthy weight, uh, and the results of the study one in one of four of the drug makers is doing on terzepi, terzepatide are the best case scenarios for what researchers could have hoped for. Of course, they are. Why would Why wouldn't Why wouldn't a drug company say it's the best case scenario? Uh, for a long time, medications for obesity have really come up well short of what I think both doctors and patients would find impressive. Doctors don't know fuck all about weight loss. So what they think is impressive, most doctors need to fucking lose weight too. So what doctors find impressive about weight loss, they don't know fuck all about weight loss. They really don't. They have, the, doctors know how to manage sickness, not how to improve upon health, in my opinion. Uh, and I mean, it's fucking, it's insanity. So... And we know obesity is such a driver of long-term bad outcomes, also healthcare costs. It's one of those big areas where we are looking, we need solutions. So now all of a sudden, we are, I want everybody to see that there is going to be a shift. I said this was going to happen months ago. You can check out the fucking lives, you can check out the videos. But I said months ago, now that they have fattened the calves, now that they have people addicted to pharma, basically, they are going to start presenting and presenting solutions to not only, not only obesity for the person, but as you can see, also healthcare costs. It is going to start becoming a thing. There's another article out recently, or today I believe it was, that talks about, uh, uh, it talks about, let's see, obesity progression may contribute to uh, the economic burden of the disease. That's a new one out today also. Uh, that we could possibly even tie into this because I'm guaranteeing you they're going to at some point in time within the next few years, people that are trying to make money from pharmaceuticals will be all of a sudden putting it on fat people. It will. It will change. It will shift. Uh, so to a once a week injection this new class a once a week. So you're so people that can't like say no to ho are going to inject themselves once a week with the drug. OK, we, I, I mean, I've had people tell me that they have a hard time remembering to take their fucking metformin and shit like that. We're going to fucking inject ourselves once a week. Uh, it's a new class, class of medications called incretins or gut hormones that help curb the appetite. So it's in other words, it's an artificial hormone that stops uh, that basically, basically blocks um, ghrelin. It's probably what, I, what I'm assuming. Now, the way our the way our supplement is going to work, we actually work, It works actually on the mechanism. So your body doesn't produce ghrelin. But this is a probably an artificial hormone that blocks ghrelin. Drug is currently under regulatory review for treatments of diabetes. Its most common side effects are nausea, diarrhea, vomiting, and constipation. The most common side effects of no morbidity, by the way, are you lose weight. Uh, the study lasted 72 weeks with, 200, with a two hundred with 2,539 participants. Now, the sample group is not small, so I at least give them a lot of fucking credit for that. The sample group is of decent size. That is out fucking standing. Uh, however, 72 weeks, so that means. 52 pounds divided by 72, that's three-fourths of a pound a fucking week. Um, Wow. Uh, Most were obese and some were overweight with at least one underlying condition that wasn't diabetes. Obesity is a chronic disease that often does not receive the same standard of care as other conditions despite its impact on physical, psychological, and metabolic health. Uh, Dr. Luis J. Aaron, an obesity expert in uh, New York Presbyterian Well Cornell Medical Center, who helped with the study. Uh, Jeff Emmerich, vice president and, and product development of Eli Lilly told the financial times that the results are similar to those seen in weight loss surgery. Uh, that's bullshit. By the way, weight loss surgery in 70 in 72 fucking months uh, in 72 months or 72 fucking weeks, a person would lose fucking way more weight than that. Way more weight than that. Uh, in the U S 42% of it are obese. Of adults are considered obese. And that's a way off number from fucking 2017. It was published in 2018 before the great fattening of 2020. Um, in June of 2021, the U.S. Drug, uh, Food and Drug Administration, who are so fucking, like, they're just like so fucking uh, uh, honorable and shit. The FDA, they, they really know what they're fucking talking about. Um, they, they approved a similar drug, Wegovy. A higher-dose version of Novo Nordic's diabetes drug Smeglitude, which had a black box warning for fucking uh, uh, tumors, like thyroid tumors and shit like that. For long-term weight management, according to the Associated Press, people who took take uh, its dose on average, about 50% of their body weight. So, yeah, but it was 50% of their body weight in 63 weeks or 68 weeks, I believe. This was 72 weeks and produced a little bit more. Uh, I am still going to go ahead and say – that, that is very shitty fucking results. Uh, a person should lose – a if you cannot lose a pound a week from an obese state uh, to get uh, – it, it will slow down, of course, to get to a non-obese state. I would like to see what would happen after Regain on this. Uh, possible obesity treatment for women identified by researchers based on how bodies store fat. That's a new one to also, by the way. Uh, but let's go to uh, – I want to see the fucking – uh, the study for this shit. So obesity drug study and we will go to this. I think it takes us to the study. Nope. This is, I need the study, motherfuckers. Anybody link to, it's amazing how these people don't link to the actual fucking study. Like, what the fuck? Let me fucking, Eli Lilly. CMC, boom, boom, Forbes. Let's see if Forbes, uh, actually, we'll just do this. Repetide study, clinical trials, and Studies. Uh, here we go. Uh huh. Okay, so we can't really take a look at the study apparently. Obesity drugs, peptides, phase three, placebo, heart heart failure, <laughs> uh, heart failure with preserved ejection fraction. Uh, what the fuck? Um, 700 participants randomized uh, arm interventions. This is one arm. This is a placebo arm. Fucking A. Eligibility criteria. That's just for the study. Let's fucking pull back. A study of drug in and participants. Same thing. Here we go. This is a 12-week randomized double-blind study. Results, over 111 patients were randomized placebo, 26, trucephoside, 12 milligrams, 29, trucephoside, 15 milligrams, and 50 milligrams times two. This mean, uh, The mean age was 54.7 years, a body mass index of 31.9. So these people aren't even really fucking big, though. But that does mean that it's, it's actually, you know, it's not as it's conducive to them losing weight. At week 12, absolute HbA1c change from baseline was greater than in the trucephoside treatment group. That's good. Uh, that's, that's a good thing. Like, I want to know the fucking side effects. That's the fucking thing. Um, uh, there are, look at this already fucking putting this up already. Uh, So this is from August 5th of 2021. So I'm wondering, see if we can see this. A non-inferior and also superior to smiglitude and reducing uh, glycogen and hemoglobin levels in adults with type two diabetes. This, okay, so I'm getting, uh, let's do side effects. It's amazing how they're all pushing for this. Like, none of these fucking people, like, Forbes is fucking pushing this shit. When was the last time Forbes talked about obesity besides this shit? Eli Lilly's weight loss drug shows substantial potential in phase three study, which, uh, which uh, results were reported on April 28th. It combines uh, GIP glucose-dependent uh, uh, insulinotropic poly, uh, polypeptide receptors and GL1P uh, uh, glaucogen-like peptide 1 receptor ag- agonist in a single novel molecule. The drug is administered once a week by a subcutaneous injection. Um, let me see if that will work. The investigational compound is the first such medication to deliver more than 20% weight loss on the average compared to placebo in phase three study. The average weight reductions rose as, a dose, as the dosage amount of the active ingredient increased. The overall safety and tolerability profile subside was similar to other incretin based therapies that have been approved for treatment for obesity. In other words, not fucking good. Just to be honest, not fucking good. Not fucking good at all. Um, Okay. So it does, it wants me to fucking do that. So is the study, if, if the study continued past the curve, it would have zero potential because it's beginning to rise. That's what I'm thinking too. That's fucking for real what I'm thinking. Oh, here we go. Here we go. This is Eli Lilly's release. Participants taking tripside lost up to 52 uh, 52 pounds in a 72-week phase 3 study. 63 participants taking tripside 15 milligrams achieved at least 20% uh, body weight reductions as a secondary key endpoint. Now, what were the the things? Obesity is a chronic illness, blah, blah, blah. We read all that. The overall safety and effectiveness of side is consistent. Treatment discontinuation rates due to adverse events were 4.3%, 5 milligrams, 7.1%, 10 milligrams, 6.2%, 15 milligrams, and 2.6 placebo. placebo. So 6% of the people drop out of this at the maximum dosage, right? The overall treatment discontinuation rates were uh, 15%, 26% placebo, which is weird. Participants who had prediabetes at a study commencement will remain enrolled and surmount one for an additional 140 weeks of treatment following the initial 72 week completion date to evaluate the impact of the body weight and potential differences in progression of type two diabetes in th- at three years of treatment of which compared to placebo. I wonder what they will fucking like their side effects would be. Trisepetide is the first investigational medicine. We've already read this. It's just like the fucking release. About trisepetide. Trisepetide is a once-a-week TIP, blah, blah, blah. We've read all this, read all this. About, about Surmount-1 and Surmount, clinical trial program. Surmount-1 is a multi-centered, randomized, double-bind, parallel placebo-controlled trial comparing the efficacy of safety of trisepetide, 5 milligrams with 10 milligrams, 15 milligrams uh, to placebo. And... Uh, who have obesity and overall overweight with at least one of the comorbidities, hypertension, dyslipidemia, uh, uh, obstructive sleep apnea, and um, fucking cardiovascular disease. Show me cautionary statement regarding forward-looking statements. The press releases, they don't talk about the fucking... They do not talk about this at all. So... So they don't link to the study. They don't actually show the results of the fucking study. That's some sketchy fucking shit. So at no point in time did anybody in a secondary key endpoint fifty five percent. You know my thing is this, like. I want to believe in some shit like this. I do. First of all, the fucking way they fucking sketch around the fucking wording is fucking weird. Okay. Uh, Steps on costs. Let's check it out. Cost. we making it hard it doesn't actually list off the fucking costs see the issue is what's happened now here we go what is step side Did a review. We're gonna look at this. Bigger game changer with the Wegovy. We've it's just saying the same shit over and over and over again. Effectiveness, they came out 20% body mass, 20% over 72 weeks. 52 pounds over 72 weeks is not good. I'm sorry, it's just I, I can't get on board with that. Um, I'm sure this is also with uh diet and exercise, and that it should be. You should actually get some activity in a day. You should eat healthy food. Any nutrition should, and I do believe that this is not something that's like, this is supposed to help dampen your hunger, which is phenomenal, because I think that that's the approach that most people should take. That's what I'm fucking looking towards. Um, now, this could poss- this could also potentially mean that tripside will have negative effects on the body, not found in wegaby. So stimulation of GLP-1 and GLP might be end up being a double-edged sword. Uh, we already know that GLP-1 agonists have side effects that include strong nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea. They also may cause damage to the liver or the pancreas, gallstones, and kidney, and potentially increased risk of thyroid cancers. Because we don't commonly use GLP agonists, we aren't sure what additional side effects and long-term risks come with these types of drugs. The percent of people who experienced common side effects too severely were unable to continue treatment. About seven percent of both Tripezet and Wegovy. Interestingly, trypazine appears to have slightly less dropout rate with less frequency gastrointestinal issues. That's outstanding. So it appears that trypazine may actually be more tolerable than Wegovy. Cost. (laughs) For some early reports indicate that trizepatine could cost around $5,500 to $5,507 a year compared to the $15,000 to $2,000 per year. How about $500? Uh, you know what the fuck? I mean, th- to, you, so you're going to pay six thousand dollars to have like something with a high side effect profile when you could take things like berberine, gynostemma, um, uh, epinogen, uh, no morbidity, you know, African mango. There's so many things in actual nature that would be so much less. Art- no morbidity is going to sell for thirty nine ninety nine a month. I I can I, I I want to get a study done on no morbidity compared to these things. I'm and I'm being very fucking real. Not we, I, I bet you I can come up with $1,200 a fucking year protocol, $1,200 a year protocol that would, in fact, destroy all these fucking things and leave the person with better uh, AC1 levels, lose much more weight, be in control of their hunger, and less cravings and shit like that. i I, I bet you I can come up with that protocol. In fact, I would challenge. I'm going to talk to my business partners about this. I mean, the, the fucking. I mean, that that's a hundred dollars per fucking pound. I could in in a, in a year's period of time, I could I could give you something. I could I could suggest something that would be twelve hundred dollars that I would expect. And I'm just letting you know because I'm not a doctor and I'm not medical. Blah blah blah. And I'm not speaking against this, but I could basically suggest something that would be twelve hundred dollars, and that would literally fucking provide uh, that I uh, that in my opinion of course would give much better fucking results than this with very fucking minimal if any side effect at all that's fucking ridiculous now of course uh, somebody said I bet it's gonna be covered by insurance that's what that's what's happening like people don't like they've fattened everybody up they're trying to make sure that these things get paid for through insurance which will raise insurance costs this this is a gift to big pharma Like everybody's realized they are going to start saying, and I have said this for a while, they are going to start saying they, meaning the pharmaceutical industry and the health industry is going to start pressing on obesity because they can, because it's factual, because being fat as fuck is indeed bad for you. It is bad for society. It's bad for the fucking planet. It is absolutely fucking true that it is bad for you. I find it fucking amazing that they won't talk about diet, exercise, nutrition and shit like that, but they'll talk about pharmaceuticals. That's fucking insanity. That's fucking craziness. They are counting on most people failing at weight loss and becoming a cash cow, and that's what's fucking happened, Victoria. Very realistically, I mean, that's that's what, and they'll demon, and they're somehow going to demonize the fitness and supplement industry, but the pharmaceutical industry is somehow the people you should fucking listen to, and somehow to save fucking people. I mean, the people that like, like the. I'm sorry, I do not trust the pharmaceutical industry at all. I've worked in healthcare. I do not trust the pharmaceutical industry. These people have been caught bribing doctors. Many fucking times, almost every fucking company. There are fucking drug reps. If your drug worked and was safe, it wouldn't need a fucking rep. There shouldn't be TV commercials saying for you to ask your doctor about such and such drug. Your doctor should know what the fucking give you. You shouldn't be advertising to your doctor. You should be like, hey, doc, I feel like I'm depressed. And I saw an ad on TV that said I should ask you about this drug because I'm depressed. That's fucking ridiculous, especially when the doctor is then incentivized monetarily to fucking prescribe it to you. That's fucking stupidity. Eat whole foods. Eat mostly vegetables and fruit. Eat 90 to 95% of your fucking nutrition from unprocessed items. Treat processed foods as if they are a treat because they are, in fact, a fucking treat. They're not even food. They're food product. Do, eat in a way that focuses on protein and healthy fats at least first in your day to keep your fucking blood sugar reaction down so you're not making yourself overly hungry in the fucking course of the day. I, all these tips, by the way, that I'm giving you right now will come along with no morbidity when we sell it. they will come, come with a PDF. But do this also. Eat healthily, get 30 minutes of consistent activity in a day. It doesn't need to be super fucking extreme these hard fucking workouts, but try to fucking get 30 minutes of movement every single fucking day. Get plenty of hydration. Take your body weight, divide it in half. That's the amount of ounces you should have as a minimum, as a minimum. So take your body weight in pounds, divide it in half. That's the number of ounces as a minimum of hydration you should get in. But frankly, you should get in one ounce per pound of body mass a fucking day. Minimum, like, well, the minimum is half that, but you should try to get that in. And people are like, oh my God, that's a lot of fluid for a 300 pound person. What are you afraid it's gonna fucking ruin your appetite? Are you afraid you're not gonna be hungry if you have 300 ounces of fluid in you? Cause that's the fucking point. It's so fucking crazy that we, that we are here with this shit. It's so fucking insane. Always remember that weight loss medication is not a substitute for good weight loss, diet and lifestyle medications. I mean, that's the fucking thing. I just, it's so fucking crazy. That we fucking have to even worry about this shit. I'm sorry, like this is fucking bullshit. Eat fucking healthily. It, it's your responsibility. And don't get me wrong, there are some people that I'm sure are gonna fucking benefit from those medications. I hope they fuck I hope they find their fucking thing. I really do. I don't think that they should be paid for by insurance. I don't. I don't think that they should affect our healthcare costs. I am at the stage where if your lifestyle is fucking up your health, maybe you should fucking pay for it. Not everybody. Not everybody. I don't I don't see how that's going to fucking uh, how that's going to help. Everybody pays for your gluttony. Everybody pays for you fucking drinking too much or smoking too much or eating too much. No, we, we can't afford that shit anymore. We pay four trillion dollars a fucking year in healthcare costs. 80 to 90 percent of those are lifestyle or excuse me, 80 to 90 percent of those are chronic illness related. 80 90% of chronic illnesses are lifestyle driven. They're fucking choice. They are a fucking choice. We should not pay for that. If you choose to fucking teetotal your health, you should pay for that. And I got a fucking newsflash for you. It's not like if you just make a fucking error here or error there. Being obese, this is systemically, and I mean this is a systemic abuse of your own body via food. And lack of activity—it's systemic. It's fucking ridiculous. It, I mean, fucking ridiculous. I'm—I'm I'm sorry. Like i, I know that I—I th- know that this could upset people, but I don't fucking give a shit. I really don't. I, I'm at that stage. I'm at that fucking stage. I hope that works. Wally is coming. Wally is coming. No shit. It's fucking coming. Uh, nobody goes outside either in the US. There's uh, no walking unless you live in. New- That's another thing, too. Like, what the fuck, people? Like, don't you think it's about fucking time that we fucking manage to get a little healthy? I mean, come on now. You can't actually fucking expect everybody to pay for your fucking gluttony you're you're bad for the fucking planet. I mean, people are like, "Well, that's they pay, I pay for my health insurance. You know who is the biggest payer for the fucking health insurance industry? The fucking US government. You know who pays for that? The fucking people. Medicare and Medicaid are the biggest bulk of this bu- this bullshit. Fucking ridiculous bullshit. I'm going to take some Q&A, but I just I'm when are we going to fucking get there? Like when are we going to actually fucking get to the point where like we you know, like as a society fucking take responsibility for our own fucking actions. Oops. Look at this shit. I can't even believe it. I mean, I fucking, I really, I can't, I can't fucking believe it. Fucking no shit. I went from 315 to 165 in two and a half years by changing my, how I ate and added exercise. It was free and no side effects. Boom. Great fucking job. Great fucking job. No shit. Uh, if they if they don't care about wasting uh, your taxes and keeping them alive on its all That's the thing. Like it's time for you guys. It's time for everybody to fucking. We cannot afford this shit anymore. Like we can't afford to be this weak as a fucking society either because you fuckers can barely fucking move. Like go to the fucking like go grocery shop and go to the fucking store. Watch people walk around. It's fucking pathetic. Like we are pathetic as a fucking people in America. Like for real. Like we are the laughing stock of the fucking world. For how sickly and fucking fat we are. It's patheticness. True patheticness. I, I, I wish I could fucking say it was different, but it's not. You're just fucking weak and pathetic. For real. Like, I mean, it, it, it's, it's that bad. It's just this, a matter of incredible pathetic weakness. Fucking bullshit. Uh, anyway, people are preying on themselves for nicotine stickers and stuff that are helping you out to quit smoking. Why would anybody pay for something else? Uh, bad food choices. No shit. That's another thing too. I finally managed to catch a live stream. What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, like seatbelts, which led to increased non-fatal accidents. This drug will lead to people just consuming more and worse foods. I really fucking agree. I, I mean, like, come on, you got to get fucking responsible for your shit at some point in time. Like, We've got a new drug that will help you. Like we just inject this weekly. Like what the fuck? I mean, half the towns I stop in don't even have sidewalks. it's, act, it's uh, actively promoting laziness. That's fucking crazy. It really is. Started taking my body fat, uh, my body fat outside for a walk 20 to 30 minutes a day. I take kids, that's fucking awesome. Take your kids It's there. There's a two mile walking trail, maybe a five minute walk from my apartment. Definitely doing, uh, doing that a few times going forward. Aaron, that's fucking amazing. I'm sorry, but Americans prefer to drive, than, uh, not to walk. It, it, I, it's how the infrastructure is designed. Few places like New York are walkable infrastructure. That's probably true. I mean, Florida's pretty walkable, just to be real. Well, in regards to the depression, it's a different issue, but I get your point. Uh, have a, health, a healthy diet. Yeah, but if you have a healthy diet, it'll help you with your mental, like just what you're saying, it'll help with your mental state. And the thing is, you know, I got to be real. We're fat as fuck now. But depression wasn't nearly as big of a fucking issue, you know, growing up for me. So maybe it, being fat as fuck is the fucking problem. Everybody's in their fucking feelings. Growth, life sucks. Buy a fucking helmet. Get there fucking faster. I mean, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I mean, like everybody's so fucking weak and so fucking victimized that they need fucking help with every goddamn thing. Like you're fat. Do something about it. If you me calling you fat upsets you, that's a fucking you problem. You know, I mean, it's fucking crazy. I, I, it really is. I'm actually in the U.S. right now in Texas. Barely anybody goes outside, I think, in cities in the metro rail system or forced to. That's fucking crazy. Alan, if you had a choice between soda with or without sugar, what would you choose? Done in moderation, of course. I would choose not to fucking do it. I would choose not to fucking take in soda. I drink, I drink so, uh, maybe some of the soda waters occasionally, but not soda. I'm not going to like, why? I mean, I would choose not to. And I don't, I don't ever have to choose between something like that. I drink fucking water first. Uh, I saw that video you posted on Twitter of the woman struggling to get in her car. We need to wake up. That's fucking real. I mean, like this fucking woman can barely fucking get into a fucking vehicle. It's sad. It saddens me that the entire families are considered obese using electric scooters. It that's really fucking sad. It really is. They eliminated recess for kids. They don't even know how to how to play anymore. That's also fucking crazy. When I was in high school, I had gym all year round and i fucking had like recess before that you know and i mean it's fucking crazy it's so fucking strange it's easier for some folks to eat the way they want and let government pay that's very true i remember only seeing one or two scooters at the grocery store now they have a whole fleet i've seen that before. i've seen that too the drug won't build healthy habits healthy habits are what really help that's very very true now don't get me wrong and i really mean this I hope that the drug would help people get control of their hunger and shit like that. It's just very fucking expensive with massive, probably side effects. You know, I mean, I love how they're not fucking talking about the side effects yet. Florida is very walkable. It truly is. Yeah, got your first gym membership. Good for you. It's one of the reasons why I'm grateful for my job. Manual labor, more people need to do manual labor fucking for real. I remember when being the fat one was an embarrassment. And now it's not like now people are just like, I would love me for me. And you're fat phobic and blah, blah, blah. What the fuck? I'm sorry, but. You know. I'm not wanting anybody to feel bad about themselves, but, you know, when, when you can barely fucking move, when you have a hard time walking, gravity is not shaming you. That's just reality. You know, you having a hard time getting up flight of stairs. That is your cardiovascular system shaming you. When your knees fucking scream in pain when you try to walk up the stairs, that is gravity and your fucking skeletal system shaming you. Like other people pointing at it and saying, I bet you that fucking hurts. That's not the shameful fucking thing. The reality is the fucking that you have done it to yourself. Fucking crazy. I have one single verb bottle of soda a week and that leaves me open to cravings for the rest of the night. I fucking hear you. What do I think about ashwanga? KS, uh, KSM-66 is the is the patented version of it, and it is an ingredient in No morbidity. I like it a lot. I think it gives good, uh, uh, very good uh, mood stabilization, hunger control. It's good for the libido, that sort of thing. Uh, everybody making excuses for being lazy, really. If I if I can lose eleven kilograms with Hashimoto's, Hashimoto it never stopped me. It's harder, it's slower, but it happens. Great fucking job. You know the thing is, people fucking use that shit as an excuse, and I mean it just makes it more like it's more pressing that you watch your nutrition. Like if you've got something that does actually cause a lower metabolism, which Hashimoto is definitely one thyroid issues are one PCOS. A lot of times, by the way, is caused from being obese. Just look it up. It's a fucking actual fact. But even PCOS has higher level, higher than normal level androgen levels, that sort of thing. It comes with insulin, insulin resistance. Those sorts of things make it more important for you to fucking watch your health. It makes it more important, not less, more. It's more important for you to watch your health then and great job. Anyway. Working out, uh, release endorphins that boost your mood. Exactly. Eating whole foods. Exactly. Stop eating junk foods. Great fucking job. Uh, presidential f- physical fitness test in the seventies. Every kid had to pass. Maybe one fat kid in my junior high, and we should bring that shit back. People are like, oh, it'll shame the kids. What we'll about the kids that can't do it. Maybe they should fuck get some playtime, some activity. Fucking, We can't just keep getting fatter. We cannot. Uh, some of Lily's labs uh, have gyms on campus. Uh, so they're at least helping their employees with fitness. That's fucking good. That's good. Uh, very, very good. Very good. Give me a second. Boom, boom. Mm-mm. Sorry, one second, guys. Boom. Okay. Why should anybody be surprised? Same MO as the last two years with big pharma. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. People need to fucking look out. I mean, they figured it the fuck out. They know they got you now. Everybody thinks that pharma will fucking cure every fucking thing for them. It's fu- kind of fucking pathetic. Uh, I, w- I wish it was fucking different, but it's really kind of fucking pathetic. It really, really is. Okay. All right. Mm-mm-mm. Panic attack from uh, Lab Animal Products. Quit sh- quitting sugar, flour, and overly processed oils is the v- uh, very best thing I've ever done. Good for you. No shit. I weigh about 80 kilograms. When I want to get down to 70. At my fattest, I was 100, 105 kilograms. Great fucking job. Good fucking job. Ev- uh, every business should have a gym for employees. Better productivity, better mental health. and ultimately saves them money. Mm, not every, but most. Uh, Gina Senna. I had to push my doc to help me get off meds. It's amazing to me how, how that's a fucking real thing. It's because they don't know what to fucking do, probably, without, without being on the meds. I was the only fat kid in my grade school growing up, maybe five of us. Well, I I'm, I'm hope you've done something about it. So let's do some Q&A. Uh, anybody have any questions? We shame other addictions, alcohol smokers. We absolutely do. We absolutely fucking do. I don't know why we don't fucking – it's fucking crazy. I'm gonna take care of a few things when I'm done with that. Okay, pharma is a new religion. Pharma is a new religion. It's, it's a weird fucking aspect, you know. Uh, I did want to point out, and you know what, we can do this right now too, because I think this is pretty fucking telling, right. Uh, because all of a sudden, out of fucking no place, we're starting to see studies like this. Out of absolutely nowhere, Now that all of a sudden a bunch of obesity drugs are being released, we're starting to see shit like this. Obesity progression may contribute to the economic burden of disease. uh, Studies say, I believe that a fucking, there's been some fucking bald dude for years yelling about this. Um, I just want to say one more fucking time. I fucking told you so. Like, it's so, I mean, it's so fucking frustrating. I fucking told you so. Like, so oh, the more obese we get, the more economic burden we have, the more burden on the fucking hospital system. I fucking told you so. Like, it's fucking frustrating as fuck. It really is. It, I mean, it's so frustrating. Like, I don't know what I'm talking about, apparently. You know, you know how many times I was told you, you're not a doctor? No, but I can do math. And it's so fucking Annoying! It's so annoying! It's so fucking annoying! I just, I don't even get it. Obesity is known to be approximately double. Obesity is known to approximately double healthcare costs in the U.S. compared to those of healthy weight. A series of five studies presented in this year's European Congress for Obesity uh, in the Netherlands the, uh, online from May for May fourth to seventh now shows that around three-quarters of total obesity costs to the healthcare system among the people living with obesity are in the U.S. and are accounted for about 25% higher-cost uh, higher cases. The studies were conducted by Dr. Blah-blah-blah-blah. The five studies covered an eight-year period, including 28,583 people living with obesity in the United States. The author concluded that healthcare costs and rates of hospitalization are greater for individuals with higher, compa- with higher compared with lower obesity rates. Our results highlight the relationship between body mass index and increased use of healthcare resources suggested that obesity progression may contribute significantly to the economic burden of disease. And since it is resources, you did hear that rates of hospitalization. Hospitalization. Is is there a a reason not to work out prior to bed? I'm trying to replace insulin uh, with exercise, but I don't want to ruin my sleep. I, it depends on the person, Gina, but a lot of people, like I personally like working out right before I go to bed. Uh, and I, I like having, having that, like, it'll help me sleep, you know, to a great degree, but, um, to each their own. Uh, you know, I, I can't necessarily say that that's, you know, something that is for everybody either, you know, like that's not, that's not necessarily what I can fucking I mean, it's, it's, that's a, that's a fucking interpersonal thing. You know, if you ask me, um, give me one second here. Many people find it find it relaxing. Many people don't. You can read. No shit, I can read. A similar study shows recently concluded that sky is blue. Exactly. I will say uh, they want you to stay like that. I really agree. Finally made alive. I posted this earlier, but wanted to add thank you. I'm down almost 15 pounds. That's fucking great. Uh, just changing calories in and out. Uh, thank you for pushing me. Crispy, you're fucking very welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. So adults 18 years and over were identified... Adults 18 years were identified by the Ablatory Electronic Medical Records Database, uh, both commonly used databases, large, blah, blah, blah. Individual, okay, individuals with BMI measurements of 30 to 70 kilograms per meter. 70 is fucking enormous, by the way. That's Tess Holiday big. Uh, during, and that's what, she's probably about a 70 BMI. Uh, during a baseline period, uh, continuous enrollment of database, at least one year before the database showed uh, follow up and analysis. Those who who are pregnant and the cancer, blah, blah, blah. OK, so three cohort studies were formed based on the obesity classes uh, for the group charted with obesity. One, 20 percent of individuals had a higher health care race. Seventy nine percent for all counted for 79 percent of all health care costs in this group. Fuck. That's fucking crazy. So they account for about 80 percent of the fucking health care costs. We found at least three quarters of the total direct health care costs in people with obesity in the U.S. clinical practice made up came from 20 percent of the individuals. People in the highest cost category of obesity had substantially more obesity related complications than people in the low cost ca- uh, category suggested a clear association between obesity related complications and economic burden. This is fucking... I'm sorry. These findings findings provide clear evidence that people living with obesity face a broad range of comorbidities which tend to increase over time and with obesity severity and with a substantial impact on healthcare resource usage and cost implications for healthcare systems. Healthcare resource usage. And yet... And yet, in a global fucking pandemic, we at not one point in time mentioned that fucking people should lose weight. when, When we were literally fucking telling people that they had to stay the fuck inside because we got to watch out for the hospital and healthcare resources and bullshit. Nobody said anything about obesity. This is why it's all fucking bullshit. This is why it's all bullshit. All of it. Every single fucking stitch of it. How will the Hazley respond to this? I don't fucking know. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to make video after video after video because once again, I fucking told you so. It's so fucking painful. I told you so about facial decorations. I told you so that it was a fucking cold for people under the age of 65 that were fucking healthy. I told you that it was fucking going to be in line with the seasonal flu when in fact it fucking turned out to be in line with the fucking seasonal flu. I told everybody that we should focus on reducing the number of high-risk people by reducing the number of obese people we have. But instead of fucking doing that, we created more fucking high-risk people. And now look at us. Now they're fucking saying that they use more healthcare resources. I will not. I will not. Allow myself, my family, my friends, I will not have my life mitigated because people do not fucking want to take responsibility for their own fucking actions. If you put yourself at risk, that's a you fucking problem. If you're elderly, I feel for you. You have the choice to stay in or fucking accept societal risk. But as a newsflash, people with healthcare problems before 2020 were the people that still did the fucking dying. They were still the people that did the fucking majority of the fucking dying. It's reality. We need to fucking have a realistic conversation about people taking responsibility for their own fucking health. I'm not watching out for your fucking health. I'm not. Oh, shit. People, I got to fucking take this. Give me a second. And yes, I did almost just fall off my chair. But everybody, hang on a second. I do need to run. I've got an emergency phone call from my family. I'm, everything is fine. But I will. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna sign into you guys tomorrow. I hope everybody has a great fucking day. Everything is fine now. We'll talk soon.